Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Black Sus Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. Man like Mo, yeah? Full furnace. We the back. Beard is in full effect, yeah? Come hey, on. Back. The hey. bearded gang. Full fire. Yeah? Full heat. Come full on. Full metal. Man in the mustard tea, obviously. Chase. Made that rhyme without even meaning to. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yo, yeah, we're back. We're back, man. Back. Been a minute. Been well, a to the listeners, not necessarily because there's been consistent episodes, but she's even the, last, the live yeah. streamers. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're back. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. I don't think we got the clearance for that still, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, cool. Right, let's get into it. Yes, sir. Uh, it's been so long since what? Um, sorry, not sorry. We should do a one for one for one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do that. Unless so Robert, you had anything else in mind? Uh oh, oh. Actually, actually, I do, I do. So I took a quiz. I I worked the other day, and I was so furious. I was furious. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's do that. Do the quiz. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let me get it. Let me let me find it. So the quiz is. Hold on. Wait for it to load on my phone. So so, so, so so the quiz is: Is this Lamentations or is this Taylor Swift? <laughs> oh, stress. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, stress. And you know when I was doing that, I thought, yeah. I got this. I got this. But then... Taylor Swift, I, you know. But then I realised how they had tricked me. Do you, do you know how they tricked me? Lamentations was the message version. Oh, no. That's not even yeah, the Bible. That's, that's <laughs> not going to help. That's at least you've given us a heads up. Yeah. Hold on, let me... I'm, Still, I'm trying to get... That's not going to help much. Give me a second. Ah, I wish I got this ready beforehand. Well, do you read the rest of message version? I have done. I have done. But ah. it's not something I do often. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. So there's 14 questions. Okay. All right. Hold on. What's happening? Robert, Robert's phone is giving him a runaround. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really not doing what it's supposed to be doing right now. It's just... I'm oh, curious what, what this was on, actually. Uh, like, um, where, where did you find this uh, No, it was, it was at, a, it was at a, a work thing I was doing. Oh, okay. No, it, it, was, it was like a... It was like a um, work leadership. No, no, not leadership, but um, sorry, I'm trying to find it. I was, I was going to annoy me now. Um, where's my tablet? All right, you know, you guys talk. I'll be back in a second. Okay. <laughs> I said, like, talk amongst yourselves. Um, it's a be. Entertain yourselves. <laughs> 
I'll take him out of the I'll take him out of the stream. Just to be petty. <laughs> oh, I can ban him from the studio. Raw. <laughs> That's too much power. <laughs> oh, he's gonna be so upset when he comes back. <laughs> I wonder if he's even gonna sign back in. No, no, I haven't kicked him out. Out. I've just taken him out of the out of the stage, as it were, off the stage. Do you have a PS5? No, I don't. Do you know what? I had a PS4, but I realized that I just wasn't playing it. Right. And with it sitting beside the computer plugged in, I was getting frustrated that I wasn't playing it. Right. So I was like, for my own sanity, I'm just going to get rid of it. Fair days, fair days. So I got rid of it. I still got the Switch. Mm. So I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be playing on that. And even that is very sporadically. Mm. I think I picked it up yesterday in like two months. The first mm. time in two months. No, fair, fair. I was only asking because the new um, Mortal Kombat... Uh, one has come out. Yeah, and I, I just finished the I just finished the story, like oh sick yesterday. Yeah, not the game, like watching. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The YouTube the story. story thing. Yeah. All right. Bro, more combat on Switch looks so crap, bro. It does. I saw. Oh, it was, it was so sick. There was a video comparing the PS5 graphics. And the switch graphics and people were fuming in the comments. Fuming. There's no texture. There's I didn't like, even realize it was released on Switch. Yeah, there's no texture. There's the the X-ray moves just look so slapdash. Oh. That's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. The storyline is fine though. I, I watched the storyline. It's quite cool. All right, cool. All right. I'm going to I'm gonna keep a score of a score. So I've got Peter and I've got Moses. My pen is not working. Oh, there it is. Okay, so 14 questions. Okay, right. so it's either a Taylor Swift lyric or it is um, a lyric. No, um, a lyric. A line from Lamentations. <laughs> basically, lyrics. Yeah. Message basically lyrics. Okay, number one. I remember. I remember it all. Ooh, how I remember. Oh, hold on. Sorry, sorry. I remember it well. Oh, how well I remember the feeling of hitting the bottom. That's Taylor Swift. <laughs> Peter, who are you going for? That's Lamentations. The answer is Lamentations, one point for Peter. <laughs> they wrote, oh, how I remember it all. <laughs> Oh, bro! Oh, oh! How I remember it all. Yeah, they're mocking it. Message is mocking it. Question number two: Have you ever seen anything like this? Ever seen pain like my pain? Seeing what he did to me. Oh, that's 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 Taylor Taylor Swift. That's Taylor Swift. That has to be Taylor Swift. Lamentations. What verse? I'm sorry, what verse? It doesn't have the verses here, unfortunately. 
and the message sometimes they just put three verses to one so it would have like verses two oh, to yeah, five yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh okay. how he what who's he i don't know but my it's, pain. it's lowercase he though so it could be god all right the next one number three it rains when you're here and it rains when you're gone that's taylor swift Moses? Taylor Swift. That is correct. No one point for both of you guys. Uh, I forgot to sound like I actually even know Taylor Swift lyrics. I don't. Right. Number four. Long were the nights when my days once revolved around you. I'm tempted to say Taylor Swift. And then it's the, the quiz, isn't it? It's a quiz. This is so when obviously. My nights revolved around you. I, I, I read it again. Long were my nights when my days once revolved around you. It's kind of bar still. Long were my nights when my days rev- used to revolve around you. Yeah. I'll say Lamentations. You got? I think the smart thing would be to say Lamentations, even though I can't see this in the book. But then it feels like Taylor Swift as well. I'll say Taylor Swift. It's Taylor Swift. No point yeah. for Peter. Um, number five. Walls of insincerity, shifting eyes, and vacancy vanished when I saw your face. Lamentations. Lamentations. Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> What? All right, cool. It's not easy. It's not it's easy. Not easy. It's okay, not next easy. one. I weep, weep buckets of tears, and not a soul within miles around cares. Lamentations. Lamentations. Correct. Yeah. He's always talking about crying. The weeping <laughs> prophet. Okay, next up we have. I gave up on life altogether. I've forgotten what. A good life is like lamentations. Lamentations. Uh, yes, yes. Jeez. Next one. Did you have to do this? I was thinking that you could be trusted. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes. Come on, guys. You're, you're getting it. You guys get the room now. I'm just trying to catch up to Peter because he's like two points <laughs> uh, Number nine. Like shadows in the faded light. Oh, we're invisible. Lamentations. Can you read that again? Um, like shadows in a faded light. Oh, we're invisible. That kind of sounds like a, like a Taylor Swift bar. I'll say Taylor Swift. Oh, still still lamentations. Okay, that's another point for Peter. It's lamentations. Wait, if it's lamentations, more is it's right. Oh no! Oh no! Sorry, 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 sorry. No, sorry. It was Taylor Swift. It was Taylor Swift. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Like that, bro. Okay. Are you ready for this one? <laughs> are, you, are you ready for this one? This one. Evidently might be... not. Woo! This one. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's both of them. 
<laughs> I swear this is both. This is both of them. You're actually correct. It is both of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. This is definitely both. Ridiculous. Okay, number 11. That's not even fair. <laughs> number 11. We've been to hell and back. We've nowhere to turn, nowhere to go. Rivers of tears pour from my from my eyes. Fearless lamentation. That is lamentations. Another point. Hey. As soon as I hear crying, I'm like lamentation. <laughs> it's the hell and back though, but then it's the message. It's the message. Because yeah. lamentations was their exile to Babylon. Yeah. The whole fighting towards that. So yeah. yeah, they've been to hell and back in the wars and blah blah blah. So yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Fair enough. Um, I think we're number number twelve now. 12? Yeah. yeah. See the vultures circling dark clouds. Love's a fragile little flame. It could burn out. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Correct. Yeah. Um. You'll find out what it's like to get drunk. And wake up with nothing. Oh, <laughs> I feel like God is talking to to, to yeah, Jeremiah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like this is lamentations. That's a rebuke. <laughs> I feel like this is lamentations. Lamentations. I feel like it's lamentations. Correct. Lamentations. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just... Number fourteen. Time turns flames to embers. Oh. I would say Taylor Swift. Taylor, yeah. It's Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, last one. Okay. So it's 15. So it's 15. Okay. Um, I thought this nightmare was over. <laughs> <laughs> These walls that they put up to hold us back will fall down. The time will come for us to finally win. And and we will sing hallelujah. We sing hallelujah. Now nah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's that's a setup. <laughs> that's a setup. That's a it feels setup. like a setup hard. <laughs> that's a card. That is a trap card. Oh. Oh, oh. I can't imagine Taylor Swift saying hallelujah. I can't. <laughs> because I think it's a trap card, is, I'm yeah. going to say um, Lamentations. Peter? Oh, stress. I can't see Taylor Swift singing that line. But again, because it feels like such a trap card. Yes. Oh. I do. Everything says that it's going to be Taylor Swift. Everything. Because it's just like, to put a blatant hallelujah yeah. in it, you're going to think it's from the Bible. Yeah. Two hallelujahs. Bro, back to back. Yeah, I'll say I'll say lamentations as well. Okay. Oh, that one was Taylor Swift. Raw. Right. was a trap card. So um in second place we have nine points. We have Moses. <laughs> That's graceful. <laughs> yeah, our winner is Peter with eleven points. How much did you get? Oh um so it was when I did it. It was you. You, you get knocked out when when you get an answer wrong. Oh, I was having yeah. the first question. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Give me two seconds, guys. I'll be back. Cool. Okay, so after this experiment that we've done, does, does it make you feel any different about the message version? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In that it can be mistaken for pop lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In that it barely sounds like scripture. Well, it's just... Man, that's what that's why I've been against this 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 book for the longest time. How dare it! <laughs> Disgusting. That reminds oh, yeah. me of um, hip hop and Shakespeare quiz. Oh, mm. I see if bars are hip hop or Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And they they tend to use that in like poetry sessions, especially spoken word. Mm. To kind of see as if it's poetry, no, um, Shakespeare or rap, Shakespeare or rap. Oh, you go Shakespeare, mm-hmm. Woody Shakes. They'd be having Jay Z's bars next to Hamlet and stuff, and people would be thinking Shakespeare wrote wrote Hard Knock Life. <laughs> <laughs> What's the thingy in Paris? What's the uh, is it Paris? Yeah, Hamlet's in Paris. Yeah, <laughs> you get that wrong, you think it's Shakespeare. <laughs> Um. <laughs> cool. All right, let's get into the topic for today. Um, yeah, I think there's only like one thing we can really talk about today in light of news that's been happening in the news in London. Mm. Oh, I think I know, yeah, yeah. Peter, Peter's moved out, so it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't affect him anymore. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Well, at least not this kind of thing. You got the the Skinner story about now, bro. <laughs> not A whole quite, different but yeah, kind of. no. But yeah, so um, on Wednesday. Yeah, I think it was Wednesday. Wednesday morning, a 15-year-old girl was stabbed defending her friend from a friend's ex-boyfriend. Um, oh, came. is that what happened? Yeah, wasn't wasn't it the girl herself? No, it turns out it was the the girlfriend's friend. That's mad. Oh, yes. And so the boyfriend had had come trying to win back the his, his babes. Came out of the house with flowers and a twelve inch knife, as you do. Mm-hmm. Flowers and a machete. <laughs> You either receive my love or you receive my wrath. Yeah. What? Yeah. And yeah, they were at, at a bus stop on their way to school. And yeah, unfortunately, um, this girl, um, Eliane's life was taken. Eliane is her name. Yeah. Yeah. And just, yeah. And it happened in Croydon. <laughs> no surprise there. <laughs> Don't do us like that, fam. He, he's heading out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going away. But yeah, um, well, to, to, to be honest, I live in Norwood. I've never lived in Croydon. My postcode has always been on the compass. That means I live in London, baby. Mm. London of life. Anyway, but yeah, um, yeah, so yeah, so I thought it was it would be um, interesting to talk about this. Um, I was talking about it with Andrea yesterday. Oh yeah, he got arrested 
they found him there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forty-five minutes afterwards. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Um, yeah. So I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was talking about it with Andrew, and I was discussing like, how could things come to this? Like, it seems that like this generation of kids are way crazier than we were when we were kids. Um, and like, if you look at like the the like increasing numbers of like knife related incidents and murders and stuff. It's, it's like these kids are like a like a law unto themselves. Mm. Like no church, no church in the wild, no church anywhere. They burn down the church. So, um, you know, people have been you know talking about our, uh, you know, there's things we can do, but I haven't really heard any, anyone say anything that 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 would be a good solution to like stop these things happening. Because it, because it just it, it just feels like it's a systemic problem from all the way back, in terms of like, um, I think it was Akala who I first heard say this that you know the the nature of like all these high rise council council buildings, um, it's no shock that these kind of things occur like like this kind of council housing and things like breed these kind of people um you don't think so Pierre? no i think it sounds like an excuse to me and it sounds (laughs) like a it sounds like a um I don't want to say I don't rehearse is not the right word. It sounds like an excuse with a maybe unwitting agenda to to bring race and class into it. Um, the the council housing situation it's not the best. Yeah, fine. Um, there will always be in uh, in societies where you have people that rely on the government or whatever whatever the case might be. It will be easy to say in those areas, like anytime there's council, it starts to sound like, oh, these are bad people, right? Because whatever. But actually, if you think about it, like we just came from Ghana, they don't have that luxury. So you've got people sleeping under benches Right, that over here would be in council housing. Those people aren't bad. The fact that you are reliant on the government or whatever isn't bad. Right. Mm. I think the thing runs deeper than just yeah, council housing. They don't get all the things that you get in Chelsea. They get something, right? And that actually isn't. That actually, I think, is indicative more of a government that's working than of what the alternative would be. If it was just outright poverty and people were out there without any sort of safety net, it would be a lot worse. I think the thing runs down to, and for me it will come down to stuff like the family unit, stuff like taking God out of schools, taking God out of society, out of community. That's what I think breeds this, because I think this is a, this is a symptom of sin, 
of whatever pride it was that's in that guy that will make him be able to stab a girl you know the 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 lack of um the lack of fear of the wages of sin and and it's 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 easier for me to say that as a christian but even in society if the penalty (laughs) chris chris rock made this joke if bullets cost what 160,000 or whatever he made a joke if a bullet was more expensive there wouldn't be that many stray stray um stray shootings or, or there wouldn't be that many people that die from stray bullets right if the cost of carrying a knife and the cost of taking someone's life like this instance was your life gets taken i think i think things would reduce i think things would reduce significantly if i knew that okay me carrying this knife around or me stabbing someone could result in me getting a death sentence. I think a lot of people would think twice about carrying a twelve foot knife for no reason. And so I, I think I think this is an evidence of sin, more so than it, it's it's the government or society or racism or anything. I think it's I think it's sin present in people and yeah. But you know, I think so. I, um, I watched the news report a while back about repeat offenders, and um, it was talking about how people are more likely to reoffend once they've been in prison, yeah. and like a reason for that is because they feel like they can get away with it. Yeah. And I think if you, if you take people's lives, you don't get repeat offenders. Yeah, but yeah, but I don't think these people go into it killing people thinking that they'll get caught that's the thing yeah no they don't but then if the if the consequence is like think about it in as much as you don't think you will get caught i think everyone that does something stupid does it with an awareness of what the consequences would be if they are caught right it's Mm. prison or it's it's you know, you don't want to get caught or you, you're not planning to get caught. But it's like, if you are caught, it's not the end of the world. Well, if it was the end of the world, is what I'm saying, that wouldn't be the case. And again, this might be an emotional response to hearing a 15-year-old girl die for no reason. Like, there's no reason why this girl should die. So maybe I'm being a bit emotional. Maybe I'm not being as logic. But I think the death penalty should be the thing for people that take people's lives. Like, you killed... Mm-hmm. So then, you should be killed. That's like it, it. That's the only thing that makes sense. I, know, I, I, know. I definitely agree with corporal punishment. Um, I just don't think that people see it as something that is scary. Scary, maybe, maybe. because maybe. because if you're going to kill someone, you know you're aware that you're going to get at the very minimum 10, if not 15 years in prison. And if that, if not even that amount of time is a deterrent, I don't think these people like know how to quantify what it means for their life to be taken, which is why- Yeah, but then, again, but prison becomes like a bit of a badge of honor. Like everyone's like, if we're all going to prison, you're in prison, you're like, oh, they let him out of jail. Then they let him out of the slammer. It was just, it's just, it's par for the course. It's, uh, it, it's, it's a, a rite of passage, if you will. Yeah, you've got a criminal record. Mm, cool. Like, no one's thinking about their future like that. Uh, but then if the consequence is there is no future, 
again, I'm I'm saying this. I don't think anyone will ever go for it. I don't think this country has the appetite for it. But I think it's a solution at the very least. I do. I think kill all the murderers. It's one thing like crimes of passion. Like I'm not saying there shouldn't be a court system. There's one thing crimes of passion. I'm not saying everyone that kills should be. If someone enters my house like a robber and I kill them, I don't um, think that's worthy done. of. That's not what a crime of passion is. <laughs> yeah, no, no, sorry, no. I'm, I'm saying these are examples of things that I think, <laughs> sorry, these are things that I think there can be like a court process and stuff like on, that like not all slaughters, I should say, are, are, are this, but where it's so, it's so senseless, it's so unnecessary, it's, yeah, I think you killed someone like this, you should get killed. Mm. It's a it's a tricky one. Um, so you have two children in the past, so maybe you've got a slightly different take or a slightly different feeling towards this kind of thing. Yeah, there's there's um there's there's a reality of um the the housing system so it's it's fairly well documented in that the whole council estate projects ghetto sort of housing system was an experiment by the government um not necessarily to provide um to provide the um, less fortunate with stuff, but more so a social experiment to for various things. It's been it's been like proposed that population control, social control, blah blah blah, this and that. But just recognizing that the housing situation in and of itself is such that it um yeah there's there's something associated with it that seems to be quite oppressive um sorry i, I don't i don't want, i don't mean to cut you off more yeah, you've been in you lived in ghana for a while yeah can i ask you this is the housing system in this country better than the lack of housing system in like a place like Ghana? <laughs> that's a loaded question <laughs> I don't think you can compare it. Why not? Because, so, because uh, I, I think because class class in Ghana is very different from class in, 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 in the UK. In, mm. in, in that you can have whole families sleeping in an abandoned house in Ghana. Yeah. Like half the house in Ghana. You're yeah. not gonna find that here in 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 London. Like people are and here's the thing, is that indicative of a good thing or a bad thing? You know, maybe the maybe the conservatives are right about immigration. You know, maybe just there's two people in the UK. <laughs> That's like where I was going for say. Because <laughs> my, my my thing is my yeah. thing is um Should we applaud? Okay. Should we applaud the government 
handing out loaves of bread when it is well within their means to provide something more substantial? I think we should, I think people like us with perspective should recognise what that is. Because we've been in places where the government could also do something substantial and they're not even handing up pure water. <laughs> yeah, but, but we, you know what? The problems of Ghana, the, the, just because Ghana has problems doesn't mean that London's problems are any less. I'm, I'm only speaking to Ghana because I've lived there. And, and that's mm. why I'm speaking to you guys about Ghana because yeah. I feel like we've got a certain perspective that yeah. affords us, I think, maybe a more rounded view now i haven't seen the research um and i i I don't dispute it because i know you guys do a lot more reading around those areas than i do political side of stuff yeah what what i can speak to however especially even just going there recently is we've got a lot of things good here i'm not saying it's perfect by any measure right how much tax do we get taken out like for no reason (laughs) but what i am saying is like i feel like if you when you travel around or when you live in other places and you see the things that we don't have here uh, that we we that they don't have that we yeah. have here yeah like i think it should give us a different perspective i think it should yeah. give us yeah and it's yeah. it's not my, my my perspective isn't so much so tarnishing um what what has been built um or the privilege not even the privilege i wouldn't even say privileges because like for the most part in the West, the historically, the prosperity, the progression, the privilege that is enjoyed here is almost always as a direct um, response or direct taken directly from slavery and has its um, bearings on the prosperity, the, the, the labor, the workforce that was drawn from the African countries, from the colonies. And so the resources, the gold, like, like Great Britain is only called Great Britain because of the Commonwealth that it conquered. Like it was a conquering force going out and stripping lands of the best of what they had, their resources and stuff and bringing it back and establishing things here. And so even by like by default, the fact that things aren't that's why a story like Wakanda is so pertinent because it's just like, yo, what would what could have been if things were left if if the nations in Africa were left to develop themselves to they still had their best minds they still had their their resources they still had the manpower and they weren't pillaged for centuries to build the west um and as a result of that there's there's been financial security and blah 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 and wealth that has been handed down and built up in these countries to build some of these infrastructures um and so there's almost a a benefit from that in building these countries in building these countries in the west of the spaces that they're they're in um and so it's almost you could almost argue that um the West has enjoyed um, 
great progress and success at the expense of the countries that that they kind of ransacked. And this this isn't this isn't the path that I was trying to take it down, going from council mm-hmm. flats and stuff down here. But it's it's looking like okay, cool. Yes, we we are in a space where we've got certain things that um, are much better established than that there's a structure for um, in these spaces. But also, there's there's a twinge of um, there's there's something in it in that even when. Um, Caribbeans came over through Windrush and other things like that. When they were being offered council houses, council flats and stuff, sometimes it was under the the agreement of the father not being allowed in the house. So even in them providing them with houses, they're fracturing the family. Mm-hmm. And in the fracturing of the family, we know that that has a ripple effect. Yeah. And so it's, it's fundamentally breaking the, the, the society, it's breaking the community just so mum and baby can be able to have a place to live. It's not so much so now, but still, unfortunately, if you're a single mother, you're more likely to get a house than if you're, if you're a couple. From the council side anyways. And so some is like the systems that are that are in place. And that's something again that happened in America in terms of the projects and blah blah blah. You if if your hus- if your man was in the house with you, you would be evicted. Question. Yeah. Tell me what you think about me. Is that explicitly um <laughs> is that explicitly because there is a veiled desire to not have the man in the house or is that because if the man is in the house then as two your joint potential income would be enough to set you guys up and so that thing that space can be given to someone less capable or less oh so the store the the accounts that i have heard personally Mm. um they were like the parents were together Mm. and the mother was being offered a house or a flat or whatever. And the stipulation was the husband can't come with you. And that's in writing. Yes. Wow. Like they were married and they were like, your husband can't come with you. You you could only have the house if you go by yourself. Mm. And that's an account from someone who's still alive. Mm. That's interesting. And so there, there's I'd this. I'm really this, curious to see the justification for that. I, I don't think there is one. Yeah. And 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 there's there's this this real sense of um, this sinister, um, whether it's intentional or not. I I can only imagine it's intentional. Well, at the end of the day, it's the devil. So I wouldn't be surprised. You know, it's the devil. This sinister. Fragmentation or breaking down or erosion of a community by taking away the family structure because we know that, bro. Like, if arguably, if this guy came from a stable household, two parents, I'm not gonna say that erodes all of the problems. Mm-hmm. No, 
you're still you're still gonna have statistically yeah. statistically it makes a lot less problem um, yes yeah to see a man valuing and honoring a woman yeah. even in disagreement yeah. even when the woman is like nah blah blah and the man still standing and honoring her you ain't gonna put a machete to someone because she don't want to be with you yeah. and so that's that's why i'm like yes i don't I, i'm not trying to to undermine the some of the the luxuries we enjoy here now you see for me personally i don't even mind the tax too tough yeah i mean you see what it goes to because i'm like i can go to the gps for free bro come on i can go to the bro in america if you ain't got life if you ain't got a medical insurance is long for you again i can speak to ghana because like legit if you go to a shop like you know how you go to a you go to a shop and it's like oh this is what the price is maybe they'll do a credit check you're buying a car Thing, mm. you do a credit check and say, like, oh, what, what's your credit? You go to the hospital. Oh. <laughs> you are dying. Oh. <laughs> Let's see your bank account first. Do you have funds? Fam. I'm hearing, I'm hearing how in America, if to give birth, you can, if you give birth in a hospital, you can easily come out <clears throat> with a 30 grand bill. Yeah. For one child, yeah, skin to skin, they charge you. You put yeah. your own baby on your chest, they charge you, bro. bro they're moving the kid, look, they're moving the kid from your vagina to your chest. That's it. There's like a five grand charge. That's mad. So I'm like, yo, yeah, take the, take the little change from my thing, yeah, can I know that. Yes, prescriptions might be nine pound, whatever, but I can They're see still my nine G- pounds. Yeah, I can no, see my jeans. G- I say just, but yeah, it's better than the alternative. It's better than the alternative. Yeah. I need insurance just to be able to to get an asthma inhaler. Go to the pharmacist, and you have to haggle <laughs> <laughs> for life saving medicine, like. <laughs> Bro, it's long. It's so long. So yeah, I'm I'm like we enjoy luxuries, certain luxuries, but I also recognize the the building blocks of these luxuries. Mm. Mm. And it's a shame that <clears throat> for the most part, the people caught on the bad end, caught in the net. Of, of like the lower end of stuff are those who laid these building blocks now in saying that yes we have got white people we have got other ethnicities that kind of fall into this category um but the system is almost set up that if if you're black and brown like you kind of slide into these things a lot easier um so yeah it's yeah it's 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 a shame and so so when i when i hear council estates and stuff 
I am not necessarily seeing it from the housing perspective. I'm seeing it from the social political perspective in the infrastructure that upholds it. So yes, it's, it's brilliant to be able to have roof over your head and ideally like heat and electricity and stuff. Now I do know that some people can't afford it, especially in this, in this economic climate and stuff, but you've got shelter. You've got shelter, but recognizing that, yeah, the 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 structures that kind of put these things in place weren't necessarily done with the best of intentions. Even if we look at Grenfell, with how the building <clears throat> quickly set on fire, stuff like that, and it's it's just like, yeah. Um, so that that's that's the angle that I know or I believe, like the likes of Akala and them will be will be coming at it from. Um, and again, it 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 plays into this. It it, it is a wider it is a wider problem. Oh. It is a wider problem in that, from a spiritual perspective, it, it is sin. It is the the fallenness of man. And I, I believe that one, one of the th main things that kind of comes into it is selfishness and pride. Um, in that I want to be as wise as God. Hmm. Um, or I think I know what's best. I am not going to submit to God. I want to be God, at least over my own life. Um, and that is the at least. Hmm. So yes, there, there, there is that direct correlation but unfortunately systems and structures were built and established by broken men and so these systems and structures are broken as well yeah and and these systems and structures unfortunately is what is governing the us and so the very things that are in place to help us live in a way that is is um, amicable and peaceful and, and beneficial for the community is broken, is flawed. Because hmm. I mean, like, even even when we say, oh, yeah, just let's all submit to, to the word of God again, it's like, yo, the KKK, we're doing it under the guise of Christianity. Yeah. And they genuinely, they genuinely preached on a Sunday, white Jesus and being white is closer to God, mm. that blacks weren't human or they were subhuman, which then legitimized even spiritually their subjugation and their slavery. Mm. And that if they, if they saved or looked, looked favorably upon a black person, it was a sin. And it's just like, yo, like this is perpetuated through faith. And so it's just like, again, if it, if it comes down to us outside of the spirit of God, and these guys believe they had the spirit of God. Some of them anyways. If it comes down to us, we are going to make <laughs> the worst choices. Yeah. Like... Yeah.
So outside of death penalty, are there any things you think we can do to help um, help in the prevention of this? Because like, obviously there's nothing we can all do in our lifetime unless we're the trumpets because then <laughs> time is over, you know what I'm saying? But outside of that, is there anything that you think that we can do or have the ability to do to help these things not happen? I mean, before, before we jump on that, yeah, Robert, I'd like to hear your thoughts around the whole social housing conversation. Um, I think that the kind of people, not, I don't want to pick everybody with this brush, but the kind of people that live, no, that, that have to live in social housing don't tend to have the highest aspirations in life hmm. you know um yes you'll hear like a story about oh um my i was raised in the council flat with my i lived in the council mom. flat I, I i was raised in a, well i was raised i think all of us flat. lived in a council flat yeah. yeah um yeah and i think that depending on where you live it's easier it's, it's, it's easier to get involved in that kind of thing than not. Like, uh, like if you live in a block and then like and like all the kids your age are like doing this thing, you know, um, unless you're your you, 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 like parents are on your neck, and then even then, you know, you could have good parents at home, but once you're out of the house, <laughs> you're moving mad. And then until you get that phone call from school or the police are taking you by the scruff of your neck back, back to your house so that you can get shipped off to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yeah, and it's it's so easy to fall into that trap if everyone around you is is is, is doing it as well. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think we can even see that even, even if we're not gangbanging, like, I'm sure some of the toxic slash negative views we, we like even have around women were molded because of the people we were around Slacks. growing up, you know? And if so, if so, babes, how much more violence, you know? Um, um, like, like growing up in school, people were acting up, so I acted up, you know? Which means another people acted up, you know? People didn't take school as seriously because our friends we didn't take it as seriously i remember Ooh. when it was time to um to like pick um university choices no one picked put oxford or cambridge down as a as a cho- uh, uh, as a choice because for us we couldn't even fathom going to such a place mm. but they put down the brunel put down the dmu you know what i'm saying <laughs> no places. Put out the kickstart. <laughs> yeah, I feel slightly insulted because think... we all went to the same uni. I'm not saying you wasn't serious with the flight. Applying for it. Well, I I got there through clearance, so I didn't <laughs> have much choice. Fam, <laughs> um, yeah, nah. Queen Mary was legit my first choice. It was my first choice, and I smashed the the entry requirements as well. Come on. Yeah, you're you're right. And I think this is where some of the conversations around representation and stuff 
factors into it whereas like what what are you what are you surrounded by what are you seeing what what is the waters that you're swimming in yeah and then polluted waters that's that's all you know yeah and like as and like as cringy as some of these gang films can be you know i think it makes sense you know you live in the area it's it's not the safest you might get robbed one day okay i want to carry a knife so that i'm not going to get robbed again you know and then it moves from okay i'm carrying a knife so that i don't get robbed oh i've got this knife if i point at this guy he's going to give me his stuff you know and then that guy goes starts to carry a knife and it's just like a vicious cycle like that sometimes the cycle gets cut because people get cut um and so it can end that way but even then you kill my boy coming to kill you oh you've killed my boy now i'm coming to kill you and so it's Lots of vicious cycles happening all at the same time. And is right in And then it doesn't help, like, it doesn't help that, like, in, growing up, girls are impressionable and they like the confidence that comes with this kind of bad boy mentality, you know? You know? Like, I'm like, with... The girl that got stabbed, she was defending her friend whose boyfriend. That was her boyfriend. You know? Um, so she was involved with that. I'm sure she knew that that was the lifestyle he was living. Like, that lifestyle was, was might, might have been even part of the reason why she was interested in him to some degree. It might not have been all of it, but I'm sure that played a, that played a part, um, and like we've seen it, like we've seen girls like like the bad boy, um, the man, them yeah. kind, kind of guy, and I think that girl should be should be allowed to do that, make the mistake, and not have to worry about their life afterwards. Mm. You know, it's it's all part of that growing up process. Yeah. You know, I'm sure if you ask um, our wives, probably not Anita, you know, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You know, but I'm sure with Gems and, and Andrea, they like the bad boys for a little bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, I think, I think Peter I feel might like be, there's might a shot sense. I feel I like there's Peter a shot. might be like the edge of bad boy that, the, the furthest end, edge of bad boy that Anita's gone for. Yeah. Ooh, he wants his nigga. Crazy. This cadet scene, he knows Peter done. Muay Thai, yeah. <laughs> These are the things she likes the least about me. So yeah, no, to, to add to that, I, I, it goes back to um, Top G. There he is. Top G. Um, Mr. Producer. Mr. Producer. Come on. Um, there is an element of, and this, this may be um tribe tribalistic or whatever not tribalistic but um animalistic in that you want to be speak not speaking this is general generalization but women like to feel would like to feel protected and depending on the area that you're in being of someone that you feel can protect you and so mm-hmm. if you are if you are a deeply spiritual woman you would want someone who is equally as deeply spiritual, who will go on to, who will do warfare on your behalf. 
that's the space that you're in, who can lead you spiritually. If all you know are the roads, then you would want someone who can protect you on the roads. If all you know is just studying, it's just, yeah, my dad's 401k, he's got blah, blah, blah investment, then you would want someone who I like ideally can protect you within that realm. And so protection may not always be physical, I'm a kickboxer, blah, 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 but there will be some level of protection that I think the woman would would be inclined towards. Like as like the man as the head of the household. Mm -hmm. So spiritually, he should be able to cover his household. There's a level of protection there. And if the man isn't doing that, then unfortunately the woman is picking up and there's a lot of frustration even in the church that comes from that, where a woman feels like, yo, I'm having to lead my household spiritually. I don't, it's not my role. I'm not the man. Or I'm having to discipline. I'm having, well, I don't think women have a lot of <laughs> problems disciplining kids at the moment, but I don't want, like, I'm having to be the disciplinarian because a man ain't stepping up to the plate. And so I think sometimes that can play into the bad boy sort of thing where it's like, oh, yeah, I'm fragile. He can protect me. Yeah. So I can run up my mouth and he will go do the fighting. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> you know, back like Kevin Hart. I'm not, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. Um, so, yeah, it's... It is unfortunate, but yeah, I I, I do see your point, Robert. Um, I'm yeah, yeah. in time as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so so I think that yeah, so yeah, so so that's my view. There's so many things up. I think that you know, with like the Kevin Samuels and the Sam and the Andrew Tates, we're seeing that men and boys hunger for leadership, mentorship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But a lot of the time, the quote unquote good guys or the up or, or the outstanding guys. No, let me not say that. The life that comes with being a good guy, it doesn't look as nice as the bad boy who gets the babes and the cars and he's got yeah. the fast money and, and, and all yeah. of that. Um, to boys and guys who could like, I think for, for, for like a lot of us, we are triggered. No, no, not the trigger, like wired mm. to be enticed by that kind of thing. And so being told, oh, um, being faithful to one woman and like raising your kids and having a steady job, that's a good way to live life. <laughs> you know, it is it's not the most exciting prospect in life, you know. Yeah. And yeah. but in that quote unquote boringness, there is security, there is safety, there is um, Stability. Yeah. Peter yeah. doesn't look, look, look like he agrees. No, I don't. I don't. Because I think I, 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 I'm not, I'm not oblivious to the reality that the bad boy sort of lifestyle presents a certain appeal um, under certain circumstances. But then I think as well that there are elements of that sort of lifestyle that I think maybe in more civilized circles, and I say civilized with the air quotes, we have, we've allowed for those things to be removed. We allowed for sort of the smart boy to be 
feminized and so he's not mm. you know he, he's not doing anything he's not pursuing anything physical or he's always sitting behind a book and he's just and it's like i i think the problem is um allowing for what is right to seem like it's not appealing because we've actually um we, we've actually tarnished what is right like i think I, I think that the, the appeal of the bad boy is maybe someone said um, girls that like bad boys or, or girls like a person who is dangerous, who can be dangerous to others or dangerous to their threats, but kind to them. That's not something that's exclusive to the bad boy. Mm. Right. That, that it, it isn't like mm. more but, can be dangerous to a threat, but kind just to a bad wife. boy shows that he can be dangerous. Exactly. And it's because the, the alternative to that has been feminized, has mm -hmm. been made to think, no, you, you no, 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 no. He's a good boy. He doesn't fight. Nah, he's a good boy. Let him learn how to throw hands. <laughs> and then also spend time studying because it's the same yeah. discipline. Yeah. It's the same discipline. And so if one person can be disciplined and, and that's the other thing is like the road men far in between don't really know how to fight. Like they know how to like scrap and, and stab you with a knife. But you, you give someone a low kick, they don't know how to take it. They yeah. don't know how to handle it. Yeah. And so it's it's And that's why I, they they're, they're opting for weapons now. Exactly. And so and so I, I think I I, I I want I almost want us to move on to what we consider the solution, but I mm -hmm. think it's allowing boys and men to be men you know there's a reason we produce so much testosterone and there's a reason testosterone in and of itself is manifested in um, athletic pursuits or in aggressiveness those yeah. things aren't necessarily wrong yeah. and this is where the kevin samuels and the andrew tates are able to spout their nonsense because they're embracing that and people are like oh no this this resonates with me yeah. but then they're embracing that with everything else that's stupid someone's at a, their analysis of the issue is is correct but their execution of a solution is appalling and i think that's what the the church and what men and what good men should be able to give to their sons yeah. like yeah. A, a boy like this if you're able to carry a knife if whatever that means to be hard like you should also be able to value life. You should also be able to understand that, yes, there is a danger that you need to be able to present, but then at the same time, there's also a need to be able to control that. Yeah. There's a need to be able to be, um, to, to have self-control, to be gentle and kind when you need to be. But anyway, I, I, I think, yeah, I, I, I disagree with the bad boy lifestyle being the more appealing one. I think it's rather, I don't even want to say the good boy. I want to say the real sort of manly lifestyle needs to be defeminized and allow men mm. and allow boys to be boys and yeah. give them virtue. You know, I think Peter, not that Peter's wrong, right? I'm not saying Peter's wrong, but Peter has also never had to live the life of watching the girl go to the bad, the, the girl that you like, like the bad boy, and you don't know what to do. Peter's because... looking at you like, yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> like, what gives you that impression? Because you're you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or a diss. Yeah, yeah, but strange today, boy. I know. But I think, I think what, what it is is again, um, the security of your environment makes that more realistic. That's fair. If, if you are in a dangerous environment by virtue of the people you live by and what they're doing and stuff, 
you coming across as a good, like you coming across as a gardener <coughs> in a land full of warriors, if they haven't got the honor that kind of comes with being a warrior, makes you a victim. Yeah. And that's what, and that's why, like, we laugh at these people from like, like middle class households when they they try and get into rap and hip hop. It's like, bro, you know, the struggle world is not your life. Bro, <laughs> you know? bro. Yeah. And so I, I have I, lived next to the weed smokers. I have like been in West Croydon Station thinking I'm about to lose my life and literally thinking, all right, who am I taking with me? Like, I've 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 done that before. So I'm not. I'm I not, don't know why you had to point out West Croydon Station, but because it was West Croydon Station, <laughs> it was the one five four bus stop. <laughs> so and and it's it's that it's like if you live an environment if you live in an environment which is inherently aggressive, you either feel like you need to adapt to that to survive, hmm. or cower. Hmm. There's, there's no real middle ground. And so even that, I think it beautifully leads to the solution. And I think the solution is twofold. First is a deterrent, as you were saying, Peter, hmm. a deterrent to the guys actually doing the thing and hopefully having a deterrent severe enough to actually yeah. be a deterrent. Yeah. Um, but then also try to have a... build in a structure that... It's so the deterrent being short term and then building a structure to to re, almost reprogram the mindset as a long term thing. Mm-hmm. And that's where we will have um, godly men, godly counsel, mm-hmm. wisdom, teaching. What is a man like? What does God say a man should be? Stuff like that, where we're investing in the long term. Yeah. Whereas in the short term, we're like, right, OK, cool. You chopped off my man's head. Cool. Mm. Same thing happens, like, whatever that may be. Um, And even that being um, expressed in a way that is is equal. Not that the black man goes into jail for 15 years for carrying weed and then the white man who's doing embezzlement and fraud and stuff only gets two months. Is that because he's white or is that because he's rich? Both. Because the black, the black man that does the embezzlement that is rich, he's going to afford a good lawyer. True, true. But th- th- there is a disproportionate, um, not disproportionate, but a an imbalance in the way justice is meted out within the rate, even statistically. Um, yeah, I, so, I, so I, I agree. And, and just to add on to what you said, I think... I, I think, and this is a pipe dream, a deterrent severe enough is death penalties. Something like this, make a, a few examples, make a few mart- martyrs of this system. People are going to stop being stupid. No, but, no I don't, it, it sounds nice, but there, there have been countries that have the death penalty and people keep getting get put on the death penalty. So, <laughs> so I think it's not working somewhere. I think um, e- even, even when... Um, so I'm taking David... And Absalom, I believe. Not Absalom, no, not Absalom. The the dude who raped his sister. Oh, I should know this. I read it recently. The dude who raped his sister. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, the brother killed him. Yeah. I think the brother was Absalom. Yeah. Probably. And he went, Absalom went to Egypt and then came back. 
Yeah. Um, but when when the if Ade is still on the thing, type it out, bro. Um, Peter's doing a quick Google search. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Tamar, was it Tamar that yeah. got raped, I believe? It was Tamar yeah. that got raped by an Amnon and Absalom. Yeah. Absalom. So Absalom killed out. Amnon and then he went to Egypt to go hide. When he ca- And then when one of, um, I think it was Ahithahel, got the woman to come and speak to David and was like, oh, my son killed, I'm a widow. My son killed my other son. And now the people are crying for his blood. Mm. And if they kill him, then I'm just going to be left held by myself. Mm-hmm. And David was like, nah, no one is going to touch him. Mm. If it was an eye for an eye and he was killed, yeah. like in, in his wise counsel, David ruled against it. Yeah, David David made mistakes. Buff she buff. <laughs> <laughs> The look of matter of fact, matter of fact, looked on your face. You're like, yeah, you made a mistake. No, because I, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, and it sounds, it's harsh, no doubt. And as I said, I might be responding emotionally, but I just feel like, in an instance like this, like a senseless death like that, mm. you know, or premeditated death, premeditated murder, those sort of things, rape, those sort of things, yeah, like they yeah. should result in death. You should be removed. Um, but I think you're you're completely right as well. That's a short term solution. Yeah. I think it will be effective, but short term. The long term I'd add to re incentivize marriage. Yes. Like the idea of marriage, the idea of okay, actually nowadays it's a bit weird, but the idea of man and woman sort of mm. bringing up a child provides an environment that again statistically we see results in a lot less of this. Yeah. I'd go further. Again, not enforcing this, but like reinforce the freedom of religion because all religions, like all religions end up having an aspect of morality Mm. that ends up actually countering a lot of this. Now, again, you ask me, I know the real religion. um, I would say Christianity, but actually you'll find in as much as they are counterfeits, they all present an element of morality yeah. that, again, would work towards curbing some of this. They um, all have an element of the golden rule. Yeah. Do unto others as you'd want done unto you. Yeah. The beauty of Christianity, and I have to present this, is that change, that those the, the golden rule and all of that, as opposed to it being you trying to do something to be better, the change that comes with Christianity is God doing something in you, making you better, which makes yeah. it so much more, you know, yeah. effective. Yeah. But at least, at the very least, for a secular world as we are in, and we've been talking about better and worse, it would be better, I think, if religion was bring it back into schools, if it was more freedom of religion. I think it, again, would even help to the to, yeah. to, to like between this. If the government were, were to be like, yo, for the next 10 years, like made it plain and clear for the next 10 years, if you're found guilty of manslaughter, electric chair. Like, no, not even manslaughter, because manslaughter can be the unintentional one. Okay. Manslaughter could also be the the in defense, mm. like premeditated murder, stuff yes. like that, or rape, yes. Electric chair, shot to the head, I don't care, yeah. <laughs> and it's, the, the more there's almost like a gradation 
the more heinous the act of violence was, mm. it's going to determine the act of repercussion. Question, yeah. question, quick question. Yeah. <laughs> so currently, um, the, defin- the like definition of rape when it comes to like prison and stuff is someone doing the penetrating. So a rapist can, can only be a penetrator rather than yeah. an office that's going into something. So would you say that women who rape men should get death penalty as well? Yeah. They want to be equal, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was just asking. And I, I think I think it should be extended to even if you like you use something, yeah, same. Yeah. They need to <laughs> Do like the African mums and get the cotton bud into the rub, shove that up your bum. <laughs> <laughs> Peter winced as soon as I mentioned the rub with the cotton bud. It's alright. It hasn't happened to you before. It's alright. It's alright. Fam, I'm laughing from a place of flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think that would be a good deterrent. Um, but that there, there would the the justice system would have to be one that you would have trust, trust yeah. in. Yeah. Um, partially why the communities are so violent is they feel they need to take justice into their own hands. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even they don't trust the government presiding over them. Yeah. Yeah. How about yourself, Robert? Um, I think that um, something that we can do is just, you know, just continue to be good role models. Um, yeah. I don't know if I agree with this whole thing of if you see something, if you see someone do something, be like, okay, stop it. Because as nice as that sounds in this day and age, <laughs> that could be the end of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Which is crazy. You trying to protect someone um, can can end up with you being ended. Um, yeah, so you have to be very careful, I think, how you approach these kind of conversations. Because um, there's a lot of ego going around that needs to be contained and managed. Uh, but yeah, do what you can. Have the conversation that you can. Show people what it means to be a good man. Um, yeah, just be open and, and like as, as much as you can allow people into your lives a bit just so they can see. Um, as a church, I think that um, I don't know because it, 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 it just feels like men don't like coming to church as much as women. Um, so if, if if there was 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 a way to, you know you know you know what I was thinking. Like, as much as I, I I was talking about like good guy quote unquote good guys living like a boring life. For a lot of people, they might see the life that we get as a result of following Jesus as boring, but it's the most amazing thing. So so. If, if if there's a way for us to show other people what that looks like, 
because it's not going to be like 10,000 babes, you know? That's, the, that's, the, that's not the life you're going to live that's as a Christian. Um, so I guess it's just a, about a way of not like dressing up the gospel like Mike Todd does, but, you know, portraying... Hey, you just said in shocks today, boy. <laughs> Portray, portraying the gospel as authentically as possible. And I think that when it's presented authentically, that's how people see the beauty of it. Mm. Um, and do that in whatever which way you feel like you can, like, yeah. And we're all gifted to, to do it in our different ways. Like we discussed, we were talking about um, evangelizing. So I think that we should, um, yeah, use our gifts, share the message. Um, and yeah, and if you do have sons, teach them. Let them know, bro. If a girl doesn't like you, doesn't like you. There's going to be other girls. Um, um, if it's your girl, blame her. Blame your own game. Yeah. yeah. And girls, just teach them. This guy, he looks enticing, but make sure that you're ready for this thing that comes with the snake or the bean. You know, the analogy. It wasn't working, but I tried. I tried to save it at the end, but <laughs> it didn't work. Oh, if you're gonna get, if you want the milk, you get the horns. No, if you want the bull, you get the horns. Yeah. So be careful. So if you've seen the horns and you see, you can see that they're horns. Know that those horns can penetrate you one day. In one, in, in, in one way or another. This is such. This is a real Bobby A analogy. Can I say in every it? sense of the word? But yeah, nah, I hear it. I hear it. Cool. Right, hookups. It. It's so hot. I'll go first with hookups. Um, I've put this on my WhatsApp a couple of times. Uh, Revelation. Revelation. That's it. Yeah. yeah Revelation yeah. by um an artist called Flawless. Flawless Real Talk. He he was on Rhythm and Flow, I think the first season. I think it was one of the finalists. Um, D Smoke was a winner of that that season. Um, so he's he's a, a super du- a super good rapper. Um, but that song, man, that song's been getting me getting I me. I didn't hyped. know he was a Christian rapper, you know. Yeah, he's not a Christian rapper, but that is such a Christian song. Like, yeah. it, it's, oh, it's I listened dope. to it. I listened to it, and he's he's literally spitting revelation. I got Z in the car, like Jesus on the cross. <laughs> <laughs> I love Zara's heart. I, just, I love her heart, man. <laughs> yeah, dope. But yeah, man, check out that song, man. That's 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 one of my bangers for this year, definitely. Nice. Following suit, I I dug back into into the archives today, listening to the show Barackers, listening to hey. the, the guys that I used to listen to, and bro, I didn't realize how much I missed Stephen the Levite. So my hookup is just the artist Stephen the Levite. Yeah, just dig into his work, like. Just grab a notebook in it. Just grab a notebook while you're listening, because it's just seven, 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 seven. It's literally, and I like he his stuff is normally like three verses, and it's just and it's just like yo, like I see the layers. It it comes with like the biblical Jesus thing, then it comes with exposition, then comes with the practical thing. I'm just like yo. Yeah, bro. There's even one song. Um, what's your proof, mm, I bro? That one. Yeah. What's your proof? Yeah. So he's talking about um, 
don't just listen to people spitting this gospel. Yeah. Like, yeah. be a Berean, study the Bible, and, and if there's something that don't line up, ask them, like, chop it up with them. So first verse, he lays down his, his premise. Second verse, he argues it. And then the third verse, bro, the verse, he's just laying out the scriptures for the first two verses. He's just that. And then, he, and then yeah, at the end of the track, he's like, and if you think I made a mistake, here's my email address. Hit me up. Yeah, I remember that one. I'm going to listen to Stephen Deleve right now. Yeah. Bro! I'm just going to check him out. Yeah, oh, just Lamp yeah, Mode, Stephen Lamp yeah. Mode on a different one. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's my hookup, Stephen Deleve. Okay, so my hookup is a movie. Uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. It's okay. a very old okay. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1991. <laughs> you know, it came to mind because there's a very a very famous tree in Scotland by by by, um, by Hadrian's Wall, and it's it's got the title of the most of, of photographed tree in the world ever. And <laughs> this week, one sixty year old boy just chopped it down. <laughs> I heard that, you know. What? Why? <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, and that tree was in one of the scenes, and like they showed it when you were doing the news. I was like, oh, I remember that movie. That's such a good movie. It's got Morgan Freeman in it when he has was young, younger. That mm. was black hair. Kevin Costner. It, that's Robin Hood in in tights, isn't it? Like no, they were in tights. Oh, don't think of a different one. No, no, that's a different one. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, Robin Hood, King of Thieves. Cool. King of Thieves or Prince of Thieves? Prince of Thieves. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. I'm gonna go listen to Stephen and Levi again. Yeah. Same. All right. I'm, I have to tie you up, bro. Anyway. Shout out to the intro outro music. Come and me Audrey Emerson logo. Find us on X at Furnace UK, Instagram at TBS Furnace, YouTube, Audrey Amazing. You can email us at tbsfurnace.com. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the Blacks Furnace, no apostrophe. On all good podcast websites and apps, the Blacks Furnace with an apostrophe. And that's it. So this is Blacks I killed it. I killed it this time. Nice.